This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back with a rage against the machine track. The storm is going to be raging here the next few days. Not just today, but tomorrow and Thursday into Friday. Final hour, Lake Show, News Talk, 830-WCCO. And joining us now to talk some NBA basketball is a former NBA basketball player and world champion with the Chicago Bulls, Trent Tucker, Double T, Gopher star, Gopher legend, joining us here. It's the first time that we chatted uh, since the new year. Uh, Double T, uh, your kid's out of school tomorrow or what? Well, what's, the, uh, what's it looking like in the, uh, the Tucker household? Uh, e-learning tomorrow, so yeah, so they're out of school tomorrow, and uh, they're pretty happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the e-learning—that's what's going on yeah. for the next day or two. So, how, how you been, man? You've been doing pretty good. Things are good, man. You know, uh, school's out, but I, I think hockey continues to go on. Yeah, hockey. Hockey never fun. stops. Yeah. Do you make? Do, do, do you and your kids ever make it to any of the uh, any of the uh, Minnesota Wild games at all? We haven't gone this year. You know, they go into a few of the Gopher games this year, but every once in a while we try to, to make a trip to St. Paul. Man, yeah, that's – I mean, I like going to the Wild. I might try to make it over there this coming Sunday, so we'll see how things play out. I know they're taking on Columbus on Sunday at the X at, at 1 p.m. But let's talk some, some NBA. We're just fresh off of the NBA All-Star weekend, and I want to start with our All-Star, Anthony Edwards. What did you make of the uh, decision uh, by the uh, the NBA uh, or the, the, the NBA All-Star coaches um, placing him on the reserves and saying that he was worthy of an All-Star game nomination? Like, I thought it was I thought it was the right decision made you know made by the uh, the people who chose him to be a reserve on the All Star team because he's he's had an All Star type year and when you look at his production to compare to most of the guys at his position I, I thought he was right there at the top. Yeah, I, I felt like he should have made it even before he had to kind of wait it out a little bit. But uh, wouldn't it be here or there? I love the fact that. I, yeah, I just I just thought, you know, a guy that's that's played at the level that he's played at and he hasn't missed any games, I was a little bit surprised at, at just how everybody was like, yeah, Paul George, he's absolutely – and I know Paul George is good. I mean, he's a, he's a hell of a basketball player, future Hall of Famer. But Paul George has missed some games. And the one that really kind of got me was Jaron Jackson Jr. He missed a ton of games. Yeah. And, uh, right. and he got on immediately. I'm surprised at that as well. You know, guys who miss, you know, multiple games throughout what we would call the first half of the season, I don't believe that 
they should be rewarded an all-star spot over guys who have performed uh, who have performed and stayed on the floor for a large portion of the first half of the season and also played at an all-star status. So those guys should, should be ahead of the guys who don't compete as much. Yeah, we haven't talked in a while. What did you make of the right before the uh, the All Star uh, break, the uh, the trade involving the Minnesota Timberwolves, where it shipped out D'Angelo Russell? He ended up; it was a three way trade. Uh, he ends up in L. A. with LeBron, and in return, the Wolves ended up with uh, Michael Conley Jr. and Nikhil Alexander Walker. Uh, I thought it was a good deal for the Wolves because now you were looking for a true point guard, someone that could stabilize and run the offense, especially uh, come playoff time. You know, if we go back to last year's playoff against Memphis in a very important game, closeout game, you know, D'Angelo Russell was on the bench. So, you know, not to say that D'Angelo Russell is not a good basketball player. Maybe he wasn't the right fit, you know, for the Wolves going forward. And they were looking for a much more steady hand. And now the Lakers get someone who they believe that can help with outside shooting. So I thought it was a good trade for both teams. Yeah, and I like the fact that, you know, as much as D'Angelo Russell could be a streaky guy offensively, I just think that Connolly, from a leadership perspective, is going to give him a little bit, a lot more in that department. Because I thought that last year there were clearly times where D'Angelo Russell lacked leadership. There were there was a game where he just flat out quit on the team, and then he ended up apologizing a couple of days later when we brought it up in the media. Me and you talked about it on the show. I just think that 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 immaturity for D'Angelo Russell at this point in his career, uh, it shouldn't be there. Like, like he's been in the league long enough. He should be a point guard that's going to be the leader on the court. And um, I was just a little bit disappointed that that never really materialized. Well, you know, it's not his game to be a true leader. He, You know, he's one of those combo guards. He's a guy that likes to shoot first and pass second or third. <laughs> and But, yeah. you know, I mean, maybe the Lakers is the right fit for him, but when you have guys like Carl Anthony Towns and and Anthony Edwards, now you bring over Rudy Gobert, you know, you don't need your point guard looking to shoot first. He's the guy that has to come down and, facil- and facilitate things and, and get guys into the right group and into the right rhythm on the offensive end. Yeah, we're talking to NBA champion Trent Tucker here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. We still don't know when Carl Anthony Towns is going to return um, to this team, when he's going to get back into the lineup. Um, hopefully it'll be sooner than later. But d- do you think that that's a big deal that we have to kind of maneuver and kind of figure out how this looks and how it works between having him on the court at the same time with Rudy Gobert? Because at the beginning of the season, it looked disjointed. But now that Michael Conley Jr. is the point guard and he's more of a true point guard, maybe it'll work out a lot better than the way that we what we saw the first couple of weeks or first month of the season. Well, I don't, you know, just bring him back to the mix is going to throw the whole team out of whack. Because, out of whack. because now yep. you played about 30-plus games without him. And you're using your, your starting lineup. you got certain rotations. Now you've made a trade. So you build some chemistry with the guys who are here now without him. So when you bring him back into the mix and back into the fold, that means someone else now is going to have have less responsibility. They're going to play a lesser role. And how would Chris Finch be able to mend all this stuff together with only 20-plus games left to go before the playoff starts? Hey, what do you make of Kyle Anderson's game? Because Kyle Anderson is one of those guys, it looks – Quirky and weird, but he's pretty effective. 
he's a pro. He understands how to play. He's a guy that he's a skilled guy. He's not the most athletic in terms of foot speed, but when you have the knowledge and the experience and the right mental approach every single night, he can make you very effective. So he's a guy that you that you want to have on your team, especially at playoff time, because when the ball is in his hands, he's going to make the right decisions most times. All right, Double T. Uh, I was extremely passionate about this yesterday. I, I want your opinion on my take. Um, and I'm not a Mac McClung hater. Um, I liked watching him at Georgetown. I like I like watching him at Texas Tech. Uh, he's a super athletic, you know, uh, point guard on the on the smaller side of things, and and it, it's it, it's all good, man. He won the slam dunk contest, but in my opinion, that's not what I'm signing up to see. I am signing up to see I'm signing up to see guys that are in the league, and, and, and I know people say, well, he's technically in the league. You know, he's in the G League. You know. That's I, that's not what I want to see. I grew up on Dr. J and Michael Jordan and all of that. Like, I, I'm sorry. I just don't – I don't – because if we're doing this right now where we're taking guys that aren't actually in the league, that haven't played a game this the league, then where's the line at? Because we have people throughout the country, they have these people that are – they're professional dunkers. That's all they do. They can't play a lick. They, they, they couldn't guard me, and I can't do anything out there, right? Like, they, all they do is dunk, not actual, you know, like can play. Why not just have them pl- uh, be a part of the slam dunk contest? And, look, I get it. I think the slam dunk contest, we should continue to have it. It's never going to be – because I think that Vince Carter ruined it. Like, when Vince, Vince Carter did it, it was over. Like, it, it, at, at that particular point, it was like, okay, we've seen the best of all time in Vince Carter because he is just a freak of nature. But, Mac McClung, your thoughts on my thoughts about him and him winning it. Look, he won it. We're not taking the award away from him. I just don't respect it the same way that – I respected, you know, Dr. J jumping from the free throw line and MJ and all the other people that came before him. Well, I, I, I hear your argument, you know, but the major problem with the slam dunk contest is that all the guys you mentioned, you know, in your, in your conversation, Dr. J, Michael Jordan, Vince Carter, you know, they were star players in the league. Star players mm-hmm. in the league today when enter into the slam dunk contest. I don't know whether they feel like, hey, if I lose, it may hurt my brand, or I may not be able to go out and be creative enough to win the slam dunk contest. You know, but I think this is the way it's going because you cannot attract your top flight NBA stars who are great athletes to the slam dunk contest anymore. And I didn't watch the slam dunk contest. I saw the highlights of what this young man was able to do. He was pretty spectacular, though. No, I, and, and, I, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to disrespect him in any way. But I just, I know that. I know that. it's, 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 it's different. Like, like, what to me? What's next? Jake Paul, the boxer, the celebrity boxer, and Dave Chappelle being in the slam dunk contest. I like, I, I, and I get it. My thing is this: if, 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 and Anthony Edwards said this during the broadcast. He says, "No, I'm not doing a slam dunk contest." He's like, I don't want to be in it. He says, I like being an in-game dunker and dunking on people. And look, we know this. When 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 certain guys went to a certain level with the slam dunks, the Zach Levines and the Vince Carters, other guys yeah. were like, dude, I cannot compete with that. Like everything that can possibly be done on a basketball court, dunking has been done. I can't be more original than that. My thing is this. 
if you don't have enough stars or enough bona fide NBAers that want to be in it, then don't do it anymore. I agree with you. I agree with that. Yeah, cancel it. I mean, but but you know, there are a number of guys who are probably just hanging out, like you said, that's playing rec ball or just walking off the street who have, who are very creative dunkers, like you said, they are professional dunkers. And yep. if you put them in the slam dunk contest, you might see some things that you've never seen before. But it, it is an NBA All Star Weekend, and you want to see NBA players participating in NBA in NBA type events. Yep, we're talking to Trent Tucker here on the Lake Show on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Did you watch uh, any of the actual game? And if you did, what did you think? I did not. I was uh, I was at I was at hockey that night with my kids playing in hockey playoffs during their, their youth association tournaments. But, you know, I heard a lot of guys, you know, have some displeasure with how the game is being played at this stage. And they are unhappy, you know, with some of the performances. Now, that, now that doesn't mean that everyone who watched the All-Star game or who went to the All-Star game feels the same way. So I really don't have a, an opinion because I never got to see the game actually live or watch it on television. I'm just, yep. you know, I'm just going based on some of the things I heard from some of the people who had a chance to watch the game. The, I'm gonna give you my take real quick. I, I, I'm gonna give you my take real quick. I'm not, I'm not upset with the game in general because overall, because I'm not expecting them to play lockdown defense. I'm just not. Like, like right, it's just to entertain the fans. Um, you're gonna get some dunks. You're gonna get some lobs. You're gonna get a bunch of three point shots. You're gonna get some highlights. That's all it is. Um, and then hopefully it'll get, cause you know, they do the whole thing where they're doing the, 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 you know, for charity and you win a quarter here, you win a half and all that stuff. So, so you want to see some good defense down the stretch. So I'm not anticipating lockdown, 80s, 90s, the type of basketball that you were part of when you were getting beat up going to the hole playing for certain teams. I'm not expecting that, but this is what I, this is what I disliked about the game on Sunday. Okay. Okay. When you've got when you got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on opposing teams, and I know that they're teammates in real life for the Boston Celtics, and you're going to have these one-on-one battles, I'm fine with that for a couple of possessions. You go at me, I go at you. We do it a couple times. It's all good. I don't want to see that for an entire half. Like 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 I don't want to see Jason. I don't. It became the Jason Tatum Jalen Brown show, and I'm like, what? Luka Doncic took, mm-hmm. I, I want to say he took like he took like five shots the entire game and took only like six or something like that. Like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, I think it was, who was it that took one shot? I don't want to see two guys just dominate and hog the basketball like that. That was my problem. And, and, and pretty much that's what you're getting today because certain guys would say, I'm going to go out and win the All-Star game and they become a little bit more aggressive than anyone else. They have a little bit more passion in terms of chasing the basketball down, racing up and down the floor, knowing that there's going to be no resistance at the basket. So if I can get up 25 to 30 attempts, I'm going to score close to 50 or 60 points. That's going to allow me to be the MVP of the All-Star game. You know, just based on some of the games I've seen over the last few years, now the fans who come and watch, you know, they have a good time. They enjoy it. But if you're looking for pure basketball entertainment, you know, it's a bad game to watch. Yeah. All right, final thing for you, Double T, and this is not NBA-related. This is actually a college basketball item. I'm not sure if you've seen this story earlier today about uh, the University of Alabama basketball team. 
But I was, let me I was just, just reading the thoughts that today, yeah. Okay, all right, so this is the deal. So so the, the player that was involved in the killing, um, in, in terms of like in, in actually involved in the shooting part, he was arrested back in December, dismissed from the program, all that stuff, whatever. Um, and then so it's him and his accomplice, both those guys that were there when the young lady was killed. That happened, and then it comes out right. today that the their star player, Brandon Miller, who's a top three pick yeah. in this year's NBA, that he provided the handgun. I went off in the yep. opening hour and segments of the show. I feel that the University of Alabama should sit him and not play him right now. And look, I know he hasn't been charged with anything, but man, that and this is just bad. Why, and no, they can't why can't they charge him, him though? And, 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 and I was just reading tonight. They say the law in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. There's no there's that he he brought he has broken no law. Now this is what I read tonight. Mm-hmm. Just because he was the one that delivered the gun, but we can't charge him for anything. Now that's now. Now I, I hope I read. Now what I read, I'm, I hope I'm saying what's right. But what yeah. I believe I read, they were saying that he could well, not the, be charged the, for the, that he's the, in. The, now, now the chief deputy district attorney Paula Whitley, she did say there's nothing that we could charge Miller with. So so you're right about that. She told right. Alabama.com. Yeah. She said that. But but regardless of whether he gets charged or not, I think in society. Us as we're talking about leaders at Nate Oates and we're talking about an institution of higher learning. I just think that they should do something. They should they should say, you know what, we got to sit you down for so many games because none of that has happened at all. Like, I think that there should at least be a consequence for him even giving somebody a handgun that led to somebody's death. I agree with you. I'm 100 percent with you. But, you know, but. For the head coach in that situation, Alabama law says there's nothing we can do to him at this time. We can't charge him for a crime. So they might be stuck uh, between a rock and a hard place, but I'm with you on this. I mean, if, if one of my players did something of this nature and he – and, and why is he carrying a loaded handgun anyway to somebody? It, you know, that, that's what I'm saying. At midnight. So, right at midnight. So right there, you know, he should be suspended away from the team because – no, his judgment is it, it, not good for the program. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Hey, Double T, man, always a pleasure and a blessing to talk some basketball with you, my friend. We'll be talking to you soon. Hey, anytime, hey, hey, man, hey, stay warm out there because the snow is coming. <laughs> it is coming. <laughs> hey, and if you need some help shoveling, man, I'll send my producer, Christopher Tubbs, to come see you. All right, man, I'll give you a call on that. <laughs> All right, take care. That's Double T, Trent Tucker joining us. And I know that Christopher Tubbs does not appreciate the fact that I'm sending him out in the suburbs to go shovel somebody else's snow. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. I got his we'll number. I, I, can, I can screen the calls. I can screen calls like a son of a, you know. <laughs> we got word on the street. That's next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, it's time for Word on the Street here on The Lake Show. So let's go, CT. All right, let's get to it. H. Lake DeBrat and her new wife, uh, Jessica Judy Harris Depart, are expecting, uh, they're expanding their household roster, announcing the iconic MC is carrying a child at the age of 48. Now there's a first time for everything. Brat was the first female rapper to go platinum with her 94 debut album, Funkified, and now she's expecting her first child, telling people that, quote, it's been quite a journey. Now, they made the big reveal on Tuesday, introducing Brat's baby bump in a shoot with photographer Derek Blanks with a gangsta motif to play into her rapper exterior. Now, she understands that there's some possible risks with the pregnancy, adding there's a lot of stuff we learned about women over the age of 40. Now, Brat and Judy already shared Judy's three children together. They say they chose an anonymous donor and will chronicle the pregnancy in season three of their WeTV series, Brat Loves Judy. So... Hey, congrats! You know, congratulations to them. That's awesome. Hey, congratulations to the brat. I uh, have never seen Brat Loves Judy. Um, I was in Atlanta and in school during the time that the brat was really starting to take off, kind of mm-hmm. you know towards the, the late nineties. So, uh, congratulations to her. That's awesome, man. Yeah, forty-eight. Woo. Forty-eight. Yeah, I still and, got time. I mean, hey, you know, she knows that this is a high-risk pregnancy, but. I yeah. I give them credit for wanting to, you know, to add to their family. They've got three, you know, apparently Judy's three children, and they want, you know, one together. So kudos to them. Absolutely. Congratulations. Hey, Sean Mendes might be on the rebound, but because he was spotted out once again with his possible new senorita as they both got a little workout in. Now, 24-year-old Sean was all smiles and shirtless on his hike with 51-year-old Dr. Jocelyn Miranda at Runyon Canyon Park in L.A., now, on Monday, they were chatting it up as they got to sweat on. She was later spotted with a sweatshirt that says, I love you, baby. And while people could connect the dots all day, it might still be too early to tell if this little fling is legit. Now, for those unaware that Sean's fans have been, you know, pinning the two as an item for a while now. Now, they were spotted together last year on a suspected lunch date and, you know, could have been seen from time to time since. Now, Jocelyn's a doctor to all the stars, if you've heard that name before. And she's been doing it for a long time, decades, as a matter of fact. So maybe it's just, you know, maybe she's just Sean's doctor. But, I mean, how many patients take a hike with their doctor? I mean, come on. Uh, You never know. You never know. What is the biggest age gap between you and somebody that back in the day that you um, had a fling with or dated or whatever? Oh, man, dating is so subjective. Uh, 
Uh, I would say me. You heard what I said. I said a fling. I said, you know, whatever you want, however you want to identify. You know, what if people that like me are, nobody that likes me is listening, let's be honest. Uh, I'd say probably 10 years. Oh, okay. I got you beat by a mile. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I'd say about, um, uh, she was what, 25? And you were uh, tw- no, and you 20, were fifteen. No, I'd say I'd say I'd say, I'd say, I'd, no, I'd say no. I actually I think I think she was twenty three years older. Oh, okay. Hey, man, it's all good. Yeah, and you were fifteen. Older ladies. There you That's go. Thing. Hey, welcome to. I'm Cooper. not saying she had teeth, but I'm just saying. Come <laughs> yeah. on, I love you, Henry Lake. I love you, Henry Lake. Make it over to me, Henry Lake. I got a pocket full of Worthers. I got a pocket full of Worthers. <laughs> hard candies. Would you like some hard candies? <laughs> I got your hard candy right here. All right. Oh. So uh, apparently Don Lemon will return to his anchor's chair at CNN after his sexist on-air remarks. But there's a string attached, and this may not be the end of it. Now, Don Lemon sat down with the network's new chief executive, Chris Lick, and the two had a frank and meaningful conversation, according to an internal email. Now, during their chat, Lemon agreed to participate in a formal training, but they didn't specify what time. Um, the you know, press release said it's important that CNN balances accountability with a fostering culture in which people can own, learn and grow from their own mistakes. To that end, Don will return to the CNN this morning and Wednesday. Now, sources with direct knowledge say Donna hasn't been happy for a while at CNN. That's been clear to management and others. As the source put it, uh, he's not a happy camper, so who knows how long he stays. Of course, he put his foot in his mouth last Thursday when he made some sexist comments on air about 2024 Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley calling her pastor prime at 51. Now, whether or not you like her, I do agree that the comments were they, they were out of line and he was reacting to Haley's earlier remarks. Uh, the politicians who are over 75 should get mental competency tests. Uh, he said that Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. A woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. Or if you're H. Lake, I mean, that number goes way up. But that's not according to me. If you Google it, well, well, let, let, well go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You, no, no, you finish. I'm, no, I'm just going to say that when uh, when a woman's in her prime, I'll say 20s, 30s and 40s. But, you know, his co-workers, Poppy Harlow, Caitlin Collins, they were stunned and offended. And uh, basically he said, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying what the facts are. Google it. And uh, he, he continued to go down that rabbit hole when he shouldn't yep. have. Absolutely. I agree with you 100 percent. I do want to say this, though. Because he 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 went across the line, and I thought that that was inappropriate. But 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 I think that we need to we need to go ahead and say this about both sides, though, right? Like Nikki Haley, he should not be commenting on her age. She shouldn't at this particular point if she's jumping in the race. Now is she going to be talking about the ages of both Joe Biden and Donald Trump too? I, I just think that I think that if you're a candidate, leave that alone. The same way that the the same way that that he shouldn't be going at her for her ages because because let's be honest, he's saying that mm-hmm. he's not going to say that about Joe Biden. No, and he's I, just not. No, and I think you know when they're talking about the mental competency, 
I understand where she was. I feel so dirty for agreeing with Nikki Haley. I feel like I got to go home and take a, a like a shower and bleach. No, but, I don't agree with her. I I understand what she was saying. I totally understand what she was trying to say. But I feel like what Don no, Lemon. No, I, I don't agree. Okay, what Don Lemon said, I feel could be construed in a much different way. Oh, absolutely. He was dead wrong. Nikki Haley, what she's saying at whatever age that she is, I don't even know what her, what her, what her age is. I don't, I don't care. For what she states on a day-to-day speaks to being less competent than somebody that's much older than her in Joe Biden. So to bring the age thing in there, like competency is competency regardless, regardless of age. Regardless of age, yeah. So and, for, her and that, start, and that I for her to start – for, for her to start talking about age, how about we start talking about topic and subject? And let's stick on that. Maybe anybody that's what gonna, I would say to her. Maybe anybody that's going to run for office needs to take a competency yep. test, regardless of age. Exactly, exactly. All right, that's going to wrap up Word on the Street. Hey, coming up next, we'll take a look at the local weather. We're going to get back to the Alabama basketball situation that I just I started the show with. Just asked Double T about it. We've got an update on that situation. Um, Nate Oates... Um, earlier today, terrible. Well, and maybe we'll play it again. Terrible look at the press conference. He has now had to come out with a statement because he knows how messed up uh, the information was that he said earlier today. We'll get you updated on the latest on that story next on the Lake Show. All right, we have an update to the Alabama situation. Nate Oates um, just had the most ridiculous comments today earlier when when asked in the press conference setting about the situation involving. Um, the young lady that was killed back in December, Darius Miles, one of his former players, uh, one of the two individuals charged with the murder who was arrested, dismissed from the team. Um, and it comes out today that Brandon Miller, the best player for Alabama basketball, and they're, what, the second-ranked team in the country, um, that he was the one that delivered the gun that was used in this murder, that he provided it. Um, that came out tonight, um, or today, and that, like that's big news. He's a top three pick in the NBA draft. Uh, I don't, I don't think he's any more going to be a top three pick. Um, he's absolutely going to fall. I think. It, it, you know, we'll see how this plays out. But he has not been disciplined at all by the University of Alabama. He hasn't sat in any games. Um, nothing's happened because this just came out today. I think that that will eventually change. There's no way they're just going to keep putting him out on the basketball court and nothing, there's no discipline whatsoever. Whether Alabama agrees with it or not, or Nate O agrees with it or not. But let's, let's cue up, Chris, what Nate O said earlier. And we played, we played this earlier tonight. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but let me set it up in terms of he, he's sitting down with the media. He's asked the question about um, the Brandon Miller situation and it coming out from some testimony or something from one of the police officers that he provided the weapon that ended up being the murder weapon. Right. And so in this in this in this conversation that he's having or in his answer to the media, he acknowledges that they had some insight. They had some news about this stuff. They had they knew some some of this stuff. And, he, and at the same time, he says that, you know, that Brandon Miller's not in trouble. Um, he's never been a bad kid. All this other stuff, wrong place, wrong time. Just take a listen to this explanation, which was terrible. 
situation since it's been. We've been fully cooperating with law enforcement the entire time. I mean, it's the whole situation's sad. I mean, you just think of it. We team close practice with a prayer for the situation today. Again, knowing that we had this trial today. I mean, you think of Jamia and her family and Kane. Really think about her son Kane that was left behind. So it's sad. We did. We knew about that. I mean, you know, you can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. Nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor has he in any type of trouble on this case, like in the wrong spot at the wrong time. So we'll, we'll address it when uh, I'm sure NBA scouts will ask. They do their homework. But, yeah, I mean, we think the article that it came out in also stated Brandon's been interviewed. He's, he's, you know, they're comfortable with everything that, that happened there. Wrong place, wrong time. He brought the murder weapon. Like, like there was so much wrong with what he said. It's, it's unbelievable how Nate Oates is just absolutely, like, there was no, there's no leadership there. He let that university down. That was not a good representation of Alabama basketball tonight. It just it wasn't. You you have late in the evening, you have one player asking another player to bring him uh to bring a weapon. And eventually someone dies. And by the way, I guess with his vehicle, um he was still around when the woman was being killed because according to reports let me look at it here. He was close enough to the scene that two sh- gunshots hit his windshield. Why? What do you mean, wrong place, wrong time? Yeah, that 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 like, is that guy's yeah. basically. In, uh, I was going to say that's crazy. He's like an accomplice to everything. Yes. Now, now he came out. The update to this is he came out with um, a statement because th- this is something that everybody's going to be talking about, and they're supposed to play tomorrow night. I wonder if Brandon Miller's going to play tomorrow night. Oh, oh, wait, I'm not sure if they play tomorrow night. Their next game, they play South Carolina. I don't know if it's tomorrow night, so I, I might be, um, um, I might have misspoke on that. But they play South Carolina next. This is a statement within the last hour, um, or actually two hours since we started the show, from Alabama head coach Nate Oates. Quote: I thought it was important for me to clarify the unfortunate remarks I made earlier. This entire time, I've tried to be thoughtful in my words relative to this tragic incident, and my statements came across poorly. We were informed by law enforcement of other student-athletes being in the vicinity, and law enforcement has repeatedly told us that no other student-athletes were suspects. They were witnesses only. Our understanding is that they have all been fully truthful and cooperative. In no way did I intend to downplay the seriousness of this situation or the tragedy of that night. My prayers continue to go out to Jamia um, Harris's family. I, I, this is just, this is, man, the optics of this, Chris, like we, me and you talked about this earlier. This is just bad news, man. This is, when, when yes. you hear that it wasn't just he handed off, he was there. He was close enough to the scene that two gunshots hit his windshield. Yeah, th- that oh. th- yeah, like you said, that that is an implication to an accessory to a crime, and and th- that makes it even more damning. And yes, that Alabama does play South Carolina tomorrow night. 
or at least their schedule. Oh, if they I, do. Okay. Yeah. If I'm Alabama, there's no way, absolutely no way that you let. Do the, you play him the rest of the season? I, I don't think you can because do I, I, if if you don't I, make I think, if you don't think, make that look, decision, look, look, somebody's going to have to do it for you. Look, I think that I think that it's in a situation where they've seen him play for more than half a season. If the NBA wants to take a, you know, if they want to take him, they can watch him in workouts. I don't think he needs to play. Now, now, of course, he's the head coach of Alabama. They're highly ranked. They're one of the better teams in the country. They're not going to just openly just shut down a player, right? They're, they're not looking to do that. But I'm just saying, like, if you want to look like you have any sort of decency at all in your program, you might want to think about it. But you have to be proactive in this, and I feel like Alabama's already missed the boat by being proactive enough with this, if it gets to the point where somebody has to step in, whether it's the SEC or the NCAA, and say, hey, because of the seriousness of this, you are going to have to sit this individual. Like, if you are forced to sit your star player because you don't have the moral compass to do it, even though, sure, he might not, you know, technically can't be charged with a crime, all this and that. It's just the fact that it is just a really bad look, and if you are forced to do it and you won't do it on your own, then that is an extremely bad, bad look for Alabama basketball. It's been a terrible day for Alabama basketball because the information, it all comes out in the wash anyway, right? The information comes out. Brandon Miller is a part of it. Bad look for Brandon Miller. Uh, bad look for the program. The the head coach um, makes some ridiculous statements, and now here at the end of the night, he has to basically put out another statement to cover up his open, uh, his statement from earlier. It's just this is a bad look. This story's not going away either, and it shouldn't go away. Oh n- this is- n- no, no, and, and I mean considering that Alabama is the number two team in the nation. The, I mean, the, there's going to be a, ris- a, a ripple effect to this. And yeah. Alabama, you've just you got to face the fact like, yes, that you might lose your chance to win a national championship. Absolutely. But you have to do the right thing. And that is to sit him a- and just remove him from the program. while All of this gets vetted. If it comes out and and I mean, if it comes out that, that he's not guilty, fine. But right now you have to do the right thing. And that is to sit him and move on. All right, uh, we'll take a break. Final break. Come back. Final segment. Lake Show next. All right, final couple of minutes here on the Lake Show. Thanks to Trent Tucker for talking some NBA with me, and he even gave his opinion about uh, the situation we were just talking about with the University of Alabama. So that that story, I, I'm super interested in that because I, I do, like there's so many, I just feel so, that's such a tragic situation. Young lady is is killed, senseless murder. She's a mother, had a young son. Um, I mean that that basketball program, like, you got to stand up for something, man. It's not just about wins and losses, and, and and but we found out that in high level Division One college athletics. That a lot of these programs, man, it's about that W. It's about those wins. It's not, yep. and it should be about the leadership. It should be about the student athlete, both good and bad. And, and I mean, Alabama is not historically a good basketball school. For them to be in this situation, 
is not normal. So, I mean, for, for them, are you really going to take a chance in benching your best player because of something that may or may not be true in their eyes? Or do you just let it play out as long as it can? Yeah, but it, it's yeah, it's it's more than just is it is it not true? It is true because the player admitted as much, and they're having to address it now. That's the reason why. So, so many things that uh, that we'll be following with this with the story. Hey, don't go anywhere, guys. In terms of tomorrow night, full show again this week. We're doing full shows, baby. We'll talk to you at six o'clock right here on the Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.